Hello, and welcome to episode 46 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. Going to start this off with a few apologies. First, I need to apologize to everyone, especially my guest, George, for taking two months or close to two months to getting this out. Absolute insanity. Yeah, I did go to a couple shows, but mostly I just worked. And I worked a lot of hours and a lot of days, and I was really tired. And I was trying to do this editing, which is just the bane of my existence, in uh, piecemeal, a little at a time. I have to thank my guest on this episode, George, because he sent me clips, which was extremely helpful. I also have to apologize to Quinn from And Volume For All, because (laughs) George and I were talking about him never being on the podcast before. And after I got off the phone with him, I was like, wait a minute. He was on not one, but two episodes with Quinn. I can't believe that we forgot about you. I apologize. You are unforgettable. This episode is about Hell's Heroes, which is a festival that George and I attended back in, well, two months ago this weekend, like right around this time in March, we went down, we went down to Houston yet again, and we had a blast, which you will hear all about. As for upcoming events in my life and on my podcast, I am very busy at work, as I've already said. I am also going to be in Washington, D.C. next weekend. I'm going to see some family, and I'm actually going to a, a live podcast, if you will, with the guys from The Rest is History, a podcast that myself and Don McIntyre and Andrew Whitnall are huge fans of. And I'm very excited to go to this show. And then at the end of June, George and myself will be heading over to Dublin to see Iron Maiden and a bunch of our friends, including Fergal and Elaine. And then Fergal, Elaine, and I will be traveling over to Scotland and England to run into more friends and see more Maiden shows. So that is the update on my life. And again, I apologize for not being very good about getting these out in a timely fashion. I have no trouble doing the podcast. It's the editing that is killing me. And no, I have not forgot about the reboot. That's coming up as well. Before we get started on episode 46, I want to thank everybody who does stick around For this podcast that doesn't happen as often as it should, your support is much appreciated. If you would like to get in touch with me, you may do so. I'm on Twitter, at Metal Chat Pod. And with that, we are on to episode 46, Hell's Hero Recap with George. You're listening to Metal Chat with Melissa on Podbean. This episode is about Hell's Heroes, which is the festival that George and I attended two weeks ago. And with me to discuss is George from himself, himself, George himself in the flesh from Judas Priestcast. Thank you for coming on the show. And thank you, Melissa. It's nice to cross over. We just got you onto the Judas Priestcast very recently, and now we're back together to talk about Hell's Heroes on the Metal Chat. 
And I couldn't yes. be more excited to put my footprint on yet another podcast as a guest. Have you never been on my show before? First time. Oh, I don't know how that happened. I thought that you were. I was trying to think about that. I was thinking, has he been on the show before? I couldn't really remember. Yeah, and I'm going to get, Hattie and I have uh, talked back and forth. We're trying to hash out time to get her on the show as well. So uh, that'll be coming up shortly, soon. All right, so Hell's Heroes. You got the Hell's Heroes before I did. You Just were a little in bit. There right behind me. You got in at like what, one thirty in the afternoon or something on the Thursday? That's right. The hotel was nice enough to let me check in early. I was able to catch a little bit of rest before the pre-party. And once five o'clock rolled around, it was time to go. It was time to find the medal. Yeah. So I came in a little bit later. I didn't get in. I got in a little bit earlier. I was supposed to get in at four thirty, and I ended up. They made up some time, and I got in at like four o'clock. And I got there and I got to the hotel. We were staying at the same hotel right down the street from the venue, which was super convenient. I thought that you were already at the pre-party because the pre-party had already started. But I ran into you at the lo- in the lobby. You had just woke up from your nap. You Got to be and, well uh, rested if you're yeah, going to party hard. Absolutely. And so we went over to the venue. We had missed a couple of bands, right? Because we got there in time for Sonia. Yeah, I think we only missed the first one. And no, there was two bands. Fugitive. There was Labyrinth and Fugitive that I think we missed. Yeah, we caught some of Fugitive. We watched it upstairs from the balcony. You know, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, uh, they put on a solid show. They have uh, the ex-guitarist of Power Trip, who unfortunately Power Trip is no longer around. They would be a great, a great addition to this lineup if they were. But, well, circumstances... We can't have that. Fugitive, though, they had a sort of a hardcore, like hardcore metal. Yeah, they sort of had a hard hardcore crossover kind of thing going on. I do remember them now. Yeah, I think we caught like the last two songs or something, last three songs. The band that I was really looking forward to on Friday definitely is the one you just mentioned, Sonia. So, yeah. so, So this year... They did something a little bit different. So last year when we went, they have the two stages. They have the downstairs indoor stage and they have an upstairs room that's super, super small. But they also have an outside stage. And last year they didn't do the outside stage. This year they did, which was interesting because we were watching the weather because last year the weather was perfect. This year there was uh, some chances that there might have been thunderstorms during Visigoth. So we had to keep an eye on the sky for that, but more on that a little bit later. But so, but Thursday night, the pre-party, nothing was outside. It was the downstairs and then that upstairs super small room. And Sonia was up in that small room.
and they should not have been. Yeah, we can we can sit there and we can argue all day long about who should and shouldn't be in the upstairs room. If I had it my way, I think no one would be in the upstairs. Well, yeah, room. <laughs> I mean, they only they only did it that one night. Thank God they only did it that one night. I think a, there was a lot. You were talking about this in Houston, about how there was a lot of buzz around this album in the metal community to start with. So they definitely a lot of people got there to see them. A lot of people wanted to see them. Yeah, they made it. And uh, they did not disappoint. Yeah, they had the crowd in a trance. I know that I couldn't take my eyes away from the stage at all. No, they were awesome. Melissa kicked ass. Yes, she uh, did. And you and know, you know, you can trust someone to put on a good performance if their name's Melissa. That's right. You know, they're metal if their name is Melissa. So she, um, she did a great job. They were, they were a really great band. Uh, we really, really enjoyed seeing them. We got a couple of beers. We hung out with that and watched that show, and that was great. And then it went. It went so it went downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, upstairs. So then we were going downstairs. Right. Who was downstairs? Where'd you go? Oh, there you are. I was like, oh no, where is he gone? <laughs> you disappeared from my. <laughs> so then we missed Lambert because they were the first ones on. We never saw them. I never saw them anyway. But you didn't either because you were with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. And then so then we saw Necrofi- Necrofire. Necrofire. They're more along the lines of maybe the black metal scale. That's okay. That's in there for a little bit of variety. Some people are really into those underground black metal bands. A few people at this festival were there to see that. And yeah, but I, I mean, like, they got a good, yeah. they got a good crowd too. Yeah, absolutely. We um, watched them from up up on the balcony. Yeah, I don't know how much these guys stood out to me. This is one of the ones that I don't remember personally. We do need to talk about Greyhawk. Greyhawk's another band that packed the upstairs room. Yeah, it seems sort of like it should have been the other way around, maybe. The bands that were downstairs should have been upstairs. I would say for a lot of these, you're probably right. And then, of course, we saw Spectral Wound. Spectral Wound. They were good. I saw, and then after them was Wrath. I saw tons of people in Wrath shirts. So they had a, a good They got a really cool logo with a scythe in it. You know, the logo definitely makes them very patch friendly and battle jacket friendly yeah they seem like they had um a contingent there for them for them specifically which was which was good to see uh, where are they from do you know where they're where are they're from find that pretty quickly oh he's gonna he's gonna google it i thought maybe you just knew off the top of your head indiana indiana oh there you go only band i know from indiana yeah them and john mellencamp <laughs> <laughs> Not the John Mellencamp podcast, is it? No, it's not. I'll have to ask. I have a buddy in uh, Indiana. I'll have to ask him if he's familiar with them because I wasn't familiar with them, to be honest with you. And then a little bit violence. of violence. Violence. Who I saw here, they were just recently in my neighborhood and check them out. They're always good. I mean, they're heavier than, you know, they're heavy. They're heavier than they used to be. And a lot of thrash bands over the years have gone in that direction because you got to keep up with the youngins. Yeah. Of course, Violence, they're a classic band. They've got Phil Demmel back on guitar, right? Phil Absolutely. An all-star. He is. Good to see him up there doing his thing. Right. I love Machine Head. It hurts to have to see Machine Head without Phil Demmel at this point, but Phil is such a sweetie. You know, 
just want to see him happy and he looks happy in violence yeah well i mean it's been a few few years that machine head's been basically the rob flynn show anyway so i hope that phil is getting what he needs and deserves over at violence silver talon silver talon my other favorite band from thursday night they were outstanding if you are the kind of metalhead who likes intricate weeping guitar solos and riffs then silver talent is a band for you bryce van Hoosen, just incredible what he can do on a guitar They were really, really good. And again, they were upstairs, kind of packing in that that small room. But it was it was good to see them. And then Triumph of Death closed. And you know what? I was thinking about this. I have no recollection of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many beers had we had? I don't know. We went point? through quite a few. We had quite a few, quite a few beers at that point. And you know, jet not jet lagged because I mean I only came from Boston, but I had been up since really early in the morning. So I don't know. I don't know, but I, I have no recollection of them. Can you tell me? something about them do you remember them triumph of death of course that's tom warrior and his bandmate playing hellhammer tunes and for those who haven't heard hellhammer that was tom warrior's band before celtic frost right and hellhammer back in their day they were very reviled because people didn't get it yet they didn't understand what extreme metal was and now they've gained like fans far far after their time as people are rediscovering that old stuff and sort of just wondering how was someone forward thinking enough to basically write stuff that we would call black metal and death metal in 1982 or where whichever year it was that Hellhammer was active. Now I do remember, I remember Hellhammer and you know what? I do remember this show. I do remember this now. I do remember him talking. I do remember him talking about, about Hellhammer and stuff. So it's coming, it's kind of, kind of coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I remember Hellhammer in real time. Um, and they were they were like a band that people were were kind of sort of like these people are even heavier than Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hellhammer is interesting because they're a prototype of so much extreme metal that would come down the road. I can't honestly say that I'm that into them. I don't like their songs very much, but I respect their impact and just the sort of historical nature of being able to see these guys 40 years later after they've been inactive for so long, or at least see Tom Warrior playing these old songs with his friends. It was cool. It was just interesting to be able to see that. And obviously those songs are better live. I think most music is better live. Everything's better live. I say that all the time. Everything's better live. Yeah. So that was so Thursday, Thursday night's pre-party, which was a lot of fun. We got to see some people that we know, some Twitter friends of ours and some people that we met from last year. We ran into some peeps. Shout out to all you cool folks who I ran into. 
Hope, Ryan, Joe, Lucas, Simon. I hope I'm not leaving out too many of you. Justin, uh, Emily. Uh, yeah, we yeah. ran into quite a few folks yeah, we saw, who we saw we last saw year or knew from Twitter. And right. that's one of the most fun parts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Seeing, seeing people and making new friends, which was also fun and cool. Yeah, it's great. And you know, last year, pre-party, it was a fun time. But to me, it was sort of just a prelude to hang out with people and drink some beers. The music was secondary. At this year's pre-party, I feel like the lineup was almost destination-worthy unto itself. The bands that they put on Thursday were nearly as good as the ones on Friday and Saturday. Well, I think, if I remember correctly, the pre-party last year only had like two bands, right? Wasn't it? There's only like a couple of bands. It wasn't like this. It was smaller for sure. Yeah, uh, it was just like, I think Hellstar, it was just a couple. Exciter. Yeah, it was and, Hells, yeah. Hellstar, Exciter, and I think there was one. Maybe there was three bands. There was like, yeah, there, was, there wasn't that many. It wasn't like this. This is this is basically like a third day of the festival. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. Yeah. I wouldn't have missed this day, that's for sure. No, and so, you know, we made sure that we were there. This was a separate ticket. So you got a ticket for the two days, and then you got the ticket for Thursday night. And from what I understand, I believe it sold out, right? Yes, it did. So, I mean, people did legitimately look at the lineup and say, this is basically a third day to this festival and we need to we need to be here for this. And the weather was nice. That it was. And then you and I. It was really to... nice out on the day that, that we weren't outside. That was probably the best day. Then you and I went Cantina Barb. Uh, good old Cantina Barba. Can't beat their tacos. Fergal and Elaine were like, take pictures of your tacos for us. <laughs> they're that good huh yeah they were they were good so we had Can't good tacos. tacos like that in dublin yeah so that was great and then that so that was thursday yeah we got home got home we got back to the hotel at a pretty reasonable hour really i don't Gotta know save that energy it's a marathon not a sprint that's right i think it was like one o'clock or something like that by the time yeah. we had you know we finished we finished up with the the last band yep. and Tom finished our beers and... by midnight yep yeah, and then we, you know, we went and got our, our food. So it's probably one one thirty something like that. So we get to the hotel, and and the hotel was super close. So we stayed at the Holiday Inn. Where last year we were going to stay at the Holiday Inn, and I tried to book it, and they told me that that was last year, and they told me that it was sold out. And you had booked it, and they told you pretty much last minute that you were going to have to get another room because they weren't done they were renovating. Renovating, yeah. But this year they were done renovating, and we both were able to get into the hotel, and it was swarmed with metalheads we took over we did black shirts everywhere in the lobby everywhere there was yeah. just metalheads everywhere a lot of people carrying guitar cases i'm sure a lot of the bands were staying there oh sure i sadly didn't see anybody the year before the guys from Candlemass stayed in my hotel and i got oh, to see them cool. yeah I, I saw didn't... the guy from exciter one of them the guitarist outside smoking cigarettes pretty much the entire day on sunday I ran into the Brokas Helm guys just walking down the street as well. And that was kind of fun. They were Oh, nice. that's cool. We will get to them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, speaking of which, Friday, day two. Friday. So Friday we get up. So Friday was the day that the weather was a little bit, could have been dicey. So they were saying that there was going to be a possibility of thunderstorms between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., then they said there was a concentration of thunderstorms because I was watching the news between two and four. So it was right around the time that Visigoth was going to be taking the outdoor stage. So it was a little bit overcast. 
So we go and we decide we're going to go get, go to Pinkerton's for barbecue. So we Uber it because it's not really a walk. And it was spitting out. It wasn't heavy, heavy rain, but it was spitting out. There was a line of people. And they have this covered, like this front porch covered front entrance. We get under the entrance and boom, the skies open up and it just rains sideways for about 10 minutes. And that right? was it. And we get in. Wasn't and then bad. we get it wasn't that bad. And we get it. So we we were okay because we were under the under the awning. We got in, we got our food, which was excellent. We both had a brisket sandwich. And then it was off to day two or day one, technically day one, but really day two, day two, depending on how you look was at it. full of metalheads. Everyone knew that was one of the good places to go to in town. Absolutely. Get some quality barbecue. But the funny thing is, everybody was like, we got to get out of here because we got to get to my Midnight Dice. And they were going yeah. on at quarter or two. Right. It was another band that opened, but we didn't see them. Midnight that Dice was-, was the first band that we wanted to catch. I was pretty happy with their set. I thought that the singer had a good stage presence. And they were fitting of being on the outdoor lawn stage and opening that up. I did too. I thought they were great. And there was a buzz around this band too, because everybody wanted to come come and see them. I actually bought their CD while I was there, but we'll get to merch later, a little bit later. So they were excellent. And then we went inside to see Century. And I wanted to see Century. I really liked them a lot. They were really great. They're another newer band that's got a lot of buzz around them. How did you like them? I thought that they presented themselves well. They don't have a ton of music released yet. So I wasn't able to check them out too thoroughly beforehand. When I got there, I was more impressed than I thought I would be. I thought they did a really good job. I like them a lot. An up and coming band to definitely keep your eye on. Definitely. I would say Sonia, Silver Talon, Midnight Dice, Century. Those are bands to keep your your eyes and ears tuned to. Yeah. All of those bands only have an album or two or maybe even less. And then Visigoth. One of the big bands of Friday for me. I was very, very, very excited to see them. Super excited to see them. One of Fergal's favorite bands. I have never gotten to see them. So he was like, you got to see them. You got to see them. So I was very excited to see them. Now they were playing outside. And that was the time where we thought it was going to thunderstorm. But it didn't. It was overcast and it was a little bit rainy. Not much rain, but it was fine. Not enough to bother us. No, they killed it. They were excellent. Matter of fact, I would say that maybe the darkening skies and whatever kind of went with the whole Visigoth vibe. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. It worked. Who's the singer? Jake. He has not, he's another guy with just tremendous performance skills and charisma, and he draws the eye. So that makes Physicoth a very good band for the outdoor stage as well. They can really keep the palm in the crowd of their hand.
Yeah, no, and very personable. He was talking to everybody. He was saying how hot it was up there. They were excellent. I thought that an outstanding job. And it was packed. Everybody was, everybody went to see them. Rightfully so. Absolutely. They opened opened up with Steel and Silver, which is one of my favorite Visigoth songs. They didn't even have time to play like all their good ones because they've got a lot of great songs. No. I'm happy with what we got. One of the, one of the sort of sad things was everybody's set was super short. Right. Uh, which, you know, we get it. We understand. But, you know, the other thing is, we didn't even talk about this. Unlike last year, where there was one band kind of got delayed and then everybody got delayed to kind of upset the apple cart. This year, everything went off pretty much on time. Everyone was pretty timely. Almost everyone. And some yeah. bands, maybe a few minutes late, but they didn't Not- get that extra time. Like they got cut off when they were right. supposed to be done. Right. You. This is your allotted time. If you're not ready... <laughs> you're going to miss, you're going to have to, you're not making it up on the other end, you know, but they, I thought they did a really good job of sort of making sure that it went off military precision. Yeah. And there were even some bands that were able to get a few minutes extra by going on early. If Bizgoth is supposed to go on 245, but they're done with their sound check and they're ready to go at 240, then Hey, that's time for an extra song. And then Morgul Blade played, but I don't remember them too much. Do you remember them? We saw them because yeah. we saw yeah, everybody. I, but I liked Morgul Blade. They're from Philly. They debuted a new song, which <laughs> they introduced it as being pirate themed, which oh, that's right. a, a chuckle. Uh, yeah, they're musically and instrumentally, they're pretty similar to a lot of trad metal, but with sort of a black metal vocal style going on. They were another good band in a festival that had a lot of good action going on. So I don't know if they were what I would call a standout, but I had an enjoyable time watching, which yeah. is how I feel about, you know, a good chunk yeah, of these Yeah, everything bands. really, yeah. And then we went back outside to see uh, Broca's Helm. We were just talking about those guys. I didn't know anything about them. Did you? I actually was turned on to them by watching a Nawatham documentary, a documentary on the new wave of traditional heavy metal, Broca's Helm. They were featured heavily in that. Really? Yeah. And they have long been sort of defenders of the old, as we call ourselves. They play a very old school, no frills kind of hard rock. They did. They they really, they they actually reminded me of my youth. You know, they I thought they were really good. They really definitely reminded me of sort of a throwback. Yeah, they're worth checking out. And they don't play often at all. So it was great to be able to catch this rare opportunity to see them. Absolutely. 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 All right. And then another band that I was looking forward to seeing, Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. I love Gatekeeper. In fact, Jeff Black, the guitarist, he was walking around making friends with people during this entire festival Yeah, I I saw him. Yeah, I saw him all three days talking to someone basically every minute of the day. He seems like a real personable guy. I got the chance to say hi to him. He was nice. So props to you, Jeff. Props to Gatekeeper. And their new album, uh, what was that called? On Western Shores. That was a good album. Very good. I bought it on Bandcamp. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. And they're from Vancouver. And um. Our friends from Vancouver were pretty excited to see them. Pretty happy to see see their uh the local their local talent yeah. represented. 
They had another band right after Gatekeeper as well, representing Vancouver. But as far as Gatekeeper, yeah, I like them. They're one of the bands I would recommend. And then we went back outside for Exciter. Exciter is a band that I go back a long ways with. Heavy Metal Maniac is 40 years old. They obviously have um, Daniel DK from Banger TV, who's a guitarist who's not even 30 yet. But everybody else is old. Nice everybody else is bit, like my age. Get a little bit of that young blood mixed with the yeah. old blood. Great. It's great. And I thought they were excellent. You know, they played a lot of Heavy Metal Maniac, obviously. A lot off that album, that seminal album that's kind of their their biggest album. And that album and that band is another band we were talking before about people who kind of um, started a genre. Because they were speed metal. When so there was no metal. thrash when they came out, there was no thrash. They were speed metal, which what they did turned into thrash. Definitely an innovator. Yes, very much in in innovators, and so it was great to see them get up there. They were on a pre party last year. And yeah, they got upgraded to the main event. Yeah, yeah, because they they drew in the crowd, and they did this time as well. They drew in the crowd, and um, there was a lot of people out there excited to see Exciter. They ended with a cover of Iron Fist by Motorhead, and that's yeah. always a fun one. Yeah, you can never go, you can never go wrong there. Everybody, everybody's into that. And then we went back inside for another band that a newer band that I was looking forward to seeing as well, and that's Spell. Another Vancouver band. Spell is another of my top bands from Friday. Their newest album, Tragic Magic. I liked that a lot. They have an occulty and witchy vibe, almost. Yes, uh, they do a dreamy feeling to their music and i like it i like it a lot i like them too i like them very much and then liege lord uh, we, i like leave them out too. a couple did i would i leave did out miss a yeah maybe i missed a few myself no i saw no no because spell and then after spell was liege no after spell was ross the, oh i forgot about ross. so ross the boss so you and i were didn't we heard ross the boss we didn't actually see Ross the Boss because we were in line at the taco truck. That was a long line. It was a very long line, but that quesadilla was worth it. It was. Food offerings this year, I think they did better than last year. Well, last year did. was very, very slow. So this And they only year had they the had one they had well, trucks. they had the two. They had the vegan truck last year and the and the burger truck or whatever that was. This year they had that taco truck, which was up by the stage, and then they had that excuse me, that like marketplace that was off to the side where people were selling shirts and like merch, but not like, not the merch tables, like from the bands, but people that were selling like patches and shirts and uh, leatherware. There was some cool belts and nice jewelry. And, you know, it Almost was more like a, like a, a flea market, whatever, bizarre yeah, type of thing it. going on over there. And there was a truck down there as well, a barbecue truck, which you and I hit that truck the next day. We did hear Ross the boss. I like early Man of War, and then it just, you know, Man of War is Man of War. It is what it is. It's Man of War. Man of War is Man of War. And then them. Ross the boss yeah. is Ross the boss. And and um, he did some of his stuff, and then he did some Man of War stuff. <laughs> right. And that's that's it. He wasn't wearing a loincloth, though, so there's that. But People were there for, to see and hear the Man of War stuff. Absolutely. Um, and he didn't disappoint. They, I mean, they sounded good. I mean, you have to be into that whole, whatever you want to call that kind of He-Man rock or whatever you call it, whatever, you know, you have to be into that sort of true metal or whatever they call themselves. I don't know. You but Ross the Boss. the cheese. 
Ross the boss is not that far removed from Man of War. Is my point. It's if you like if you like Man of War, you're gonna like Ross the boss because it is it's Ross. Obviously, he doesn't stray too far from where where he's come. Safe to say. I think that's well said. Yeah. All right. So then we saw Gatekeeper. So I'm sorry. We saw. So it was Ross the boss, and then we saw Gatekeeper. Did you? No. Did no. You then see we saw. Danabar? I mean, then we saw. Then I don't we saw. Them. Then who do we see? I don't remember what happened after that. I've got it up here. I know. I'm looking. So it was Ross the boss, and then Spell. You remember Danava? I don't remember anything. No, about I don't remember them. Okay, I don't remember them, but I do remember Liege Lord. I couldn't forget Liege Lord. Yeah. They were the band that really exceeded my expectations the most this weekend because I went in not knowing a ton about them and I left the festival a fan. Yeah, me too. Me too. I didn't know a whole lot about them either. And um, I walked away going, yeah, you know, I bought their, I bought their CD and yeah, I, I enjoyed them a lot. I thought they were really, really good. And they're sort of maybe in the same space as Exciter where they're proto thrash metal, but they come a few years after Exciter. So thrash metal was a little more formed. They're, they they straddle like the line. Early years thrash metal, um, but not pre thrash metal. And then I don't remember that other band. I don't remember that band at all. Where, where were we when that band was going on? I don't even remember. Probably still but, waiting for tacos. <laughs> we missed them. So here's the thing about so the next band that we're going to talk about. So our friends, Jonathan, from Maiden A to Z, is friends with the guys from Hallis. They're from Stockholm. And I was very, 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 very much looking forward to seeing them. Jonathan was touting them. I had listened to them and I liked them and I was looking forward to seeing them. They were inside. So we came inside to see them. They are very different than everybody else. They're prog metal, but they're probably more prog than metal. They're very George, interesting. George left. I turned around, <laughs> George gone. Yeah, I I have to preface this by saying <laughs> I enjoy listening to Halas albums. When it comes to live, they were not doing it for me at this point. And Melissa, you're raising a great point. We had just finished watching a whole lot of bands that were heavier than Halas. And now we're inside and we're watching these guys in their tunics and fur coats uh, with their uh, hoods. Which and... was really weird because it's Houston, man. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of a clash with the vibe that yeah, I had. Yeah, they were a little bit out of, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that, that, that they put them on the bill, but it's a weird thing. They were sandwiched in between Liege Lord and Possessed. So it was a really bizarre, I called it a, what I call it, a bizarre palate cleanse. I think that is a good way to describe it. I, I really like them, but they were chill, right? So Prague is, Prague is chill. Prague is kind of drawn out, whatever. So you were not the only person who was kind of like, eh, this isn't fast enough for me. This isn't loud enough for me. This isn't, this, this isn't getting my juices flowing. Yeah. You weren't the only one. They were the last band to play on the downstairs stage. Right. Their credit. So they got to close that down just like Night Demon did the following day. Mm, but Now, that, that being said, you know and I know that nobody was staying for the end of that set because everybody wanted to get out to get a good spot for Possessed. Absolutely. So right away, you know, your last two songs, ain't nobody going to be there because everybody's going out to see Possessed. So they just kind of like chilled everybody out i bought their cd 
I've listened to it. They're really, really good. It is definitely proggy. And I, I'm a huge prog fan, so I love it. But like they tell themselves as prog metal and they're probably more on the prog side than they are on the metal side. And I like Yeah, them. and they're they're a band that you listen to, you know, sort of end of the day. Like I listened to them. I came home from work the other night, like super late. It was like 9 30. And I had to be to work at 5.30 the next morning. But you know how you're awake, so you can't really, you have to sort of wind out. And I put that on. It was nice. And that's a pour a glass of wine and listen to some Hollis. There you go. A wine band more than a beer <laughs> band, maybe. We were waiting but for Possessed. We were waiting for Possessed. Now, now I have to also say that being an old woman, my feet were starting to hurt. My dogs were barking. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God. I didn't want the night to end, and yet I was like, thank God this is the last band. Because <laughs> I'm old, and I was that like, duality. wow, man, my feet are killing me. My feet were starting to throb. So you were sitting, so you were, so I, I went to a, get a beer or something, and then I came back, and you were sitting on the lawn. Yep. Some people were really close to possessed. I had no chance of getting close because there were already hundreds of right. people packed in. There, uh, that's and- like people left palace to go yeah absolutely i mean they they lined up early the lawn was nice because there was so many places to just sit yourself down have a seat and of course the hill that was sloped so that you could still sort of see over the people in front of you right yeah possessed so i had not seen possessed since like 1986 i was very excited to see them we were sitting down and then towards the end i did get up because i wanted to go get a little bit closer but yeah, I mean, Possessed is that band that is another one of those bands that has been around for a super long time, has influenced everybody. Their album, Seven Churches, everybody knows it, everybody loves it, almost everybody loves it. That is the proto-black metal. That is the beginning of extreme music. That is the beginning of black metal. I mean, along with Mayhem and Bathory and stuff like that. But I mean, that was really a very, very influential and groundbreaking album. So you've got pretty much three bands this day alone that are that were groundbreaking. We have we've been talking about the New Blood, but there were three solid bands there that basically started a genre, a subgenre, uh, I should right. say, not a genre, a subgenre. It's and Possessed see, is one of them. It's great to see a legacy band like that. Still kicking it, still doing great things. Singer of Possessed, he's in a wheelchair and he's still performing incredibly. Band actually did a new album a few years ago in 2019. They released Revelation of Oblivion. They kicked ass. Very good. And yeah, yeah, Jeff Jeff has been, you know, he's been in a wheelchair now for like 30 years because he he got shot in a robbery attempt i believe it was i think it was 90 or 91 or something like that you know but he's he's persevered and it's it's really great to see to see him up there doing his thing yeah i'm happy about it and we're all better off for it because possessed puts on a kick-ass show yeah they did they had an excellent excellent show they had great lights they the sound was great that's the other thing that um i want to touch on is all the bands sounded great they really did. They must have had really good equipment that they were working with. Mm-hmm. That outdoor stage, wherever you were standing on the in the front of the lawn, in the back of the lawn, on the hill, 
you could hear the vocals and the instruments clearly without feedback. Right. No, I, I thought that I thought that the acoustics were really and that always makes for a pleasant experience. Right. I was very happy with that. Everyone watched Possessed. It was a great ending to the night. And there were after parties. There was the I, after party. Yeah, so you and I were saved like, our energy. Who was playing after party? Hellstar. Is it Hellstar? Hellstar. So we saw, I saw Hellstar, and Hellstar is another band that's been around forever or whatever, but my feet were killing me. I hate to sound like an old lady, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I can stick it out. <laughs> but I mm. would have, if you had said I, you wanted to stay, I would have found a way. And we, we saw Hellstar last year, so it wasn't the biggest loss. And hey, no. it's a marathon, like I said. And there was one more great day of music for us to handle. Right. Saturday, I right. think, was the best of the three. So we we got back uh, to the to the hotel a little bit earlier because we didn't go out to eat afterward because we had already had tacos. So we went back to the hotel, I guess, fairly early, I guess you could say, because after Possesso, it was like midnight or whatever. Saturday, go. Day Saturday. three. Saturday. this festival um, started earlier in the day than yes, last year. It did. Bands didn't start Which, playing till like 3 or 3.30 last you know year. First one is up at one quarter past one yeah and you know what i like it better this way yeah i do like it i thought it was good again i mean listen even if you stay for the after party or whatever you have plenty of time to sleep in so nature 115 yep pretty good not bad for an opener yeah they're hard to find on spotify because you type in their name and you're you you're just getting nature sounds bird calls and stuff (laughs) well just look for them on Bandcamp. their album is sunday afternoon nightmare I think I got yeah. that right. Party metal, old school, very 80s sounding fun. heavy metal. They were fun. They were a fun start to the day. Solid for an opener, but yeah, I was absolutely. really stoked well, for so, the second band up, who was the first band on the lawn. Again, another band that everybody was looking to see. Everybody was talking about them. Everybody was like, we got to get there for Riot City. We got it right. And Riot City... Did not disappoint. Riot City, please tour more often. Absolutely. We love you. Oh my God. They were they were phenomenal. They were really, 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 really good. Yeah, they have a very mean interpretation of the classic Iron Maiden and Judas Priest heavy metal style. And they on stage, they back it up. Like they play the songs with pinpoint accuracy and their singer. He's got the chop. Yeah, they were they were outstanding. They were a highlight. They were definitely a highlight. And then we went inside to see Freezeway, Freeway, Freezeways, Freeways. I can't even pronounce it. Freeways. Freeways. One of the bands that was fine. They were fine. They didn't make an impact on me. You have yeah, any I mean, I didn't. Them? They were all right. They were. I mean, I'm glad I saw them. They were good. Again, everybody was getting out of there before they ended because. Who's coming up next on the outside stage? A band that everybody wanted to see. I think they made good choices with who they put on the lawn on Friday and Saturday at the very yes. least. Yes. Onto Others was up at 245. And I Visigoth was on yesterday. Holy <sighs> damn. Just Onto Others, they were they on another so, level. So, so good. And I hadn't seen them since they changed their name. The last time I saw them, they were Idle Hands. How about that guitarist? Was he not all over the stage? Yeah, Sebastian, he was he was great. yeah, yeah, that's his name. I forgot his name. Yeah, he was everywhere. He was all he, he what stage presence he had. He was he's their MVP. Like, 
he was running around he's running around he was looking all stylish with that pink guitar and his hair and makeup yeah yeah no i thought i thought that he was he was definitely a rock star sometimes when you see a band and you're watching them and you see their stage moves you could just tell when a band has it they got that it factor the part that just makes them a good performer who grabs your eye and you can't take your eyeballs off them right. and want to watch them. They've got that it factor. And that's just one of the reasons I feel like Unto Others is ready for the big stages. I was trying to keep, you know, I always try to watch everybody, but my eye kept going to him. Unto Others, they're ready to be opening for Metallica. They're ready to be opening for Ghost and Judas Priest. I think they're almost there. Yeah, I I think they're outstanding. And I think that there was a lot of people there to see them. And I saw some a lot of battle vests that had their um, patches on them. I saw a guy that had an idle hands patch, um, which was really cool. And we'll take this to take a moment to talk about the battle vests are so awesome to see everybody out in their finest. The heavy metal fashion show is. Yes, it it is. It's awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I picked a few shirts that were a few of my favorites just because, you know. Yeah, well, you got that pink Sonya shirt, right? I did get the pink. I bought the black one and he bought the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife loves that pink shirt. You might not you get it back. So, you look so cute. Yeah, man, she. Yeah, if she takes it, it's fine. You guys can share it. Yes, we can. All right. So after on to others. Tower time. Tower. Oh, my God. So Tower's another one that the I was tower, looking forward to tower seeing. Tower your expectations. They were excellent. Did you They're, like them? They are great. I love their vocalist. They've yes. got a female vocalist as well. Yes. She kicked ass. Another band where it's hard to take your eyes off them because they were really just moving around, giving it their all. New York City band, by the way. Yep. That's their album, right. Shock to the System, that came out. I think two years ago, mm-hmm. very solid. So, and then live, they backed it up. They did. I thought they were excellent. I, I, I hope that they, they tour like, I mean, they're from New York city. I'm hoping that they're going to pop up here so we can get, cause, cause again, everybody's sets were short. So you're, you know, we're hoping that people will tour and we can get a longer, a longer set. Although I don't know how much, I mean, a lot of these newer bands, like you said, they don't have a lot of music. They have about an hour's worth of music anyway. Yeah. But for now, getting a sampler of everyone taking it all in and you enjoy what you get at a festival like this absolutely and then pagan altar another band that's been around for a minute Uh, and there's the doom metal representation on the festival bill which i feel like they were one of maybe only few doomy bands maybe the only one i think they were the only doomy band and you know what's interesting about that is we were talking before about Hallis and how they were, you know, they kind of were prog and they kind of were chill and slower or whatever. Even though Pagan Altar was kind of chill and slower because they're doomed, their the energy level around was still high within the mm-hmm. audience. You know what I mean? All right. So and then what? You oh, Night Cobra. Fest. Oh no, we got we went to Night. Co- we, so oh, we forgot. Oh, I forgot about them. Skullfest. We saw them a lot. Were they on? Were they? Did they play last year? No, I I don't remember much of Skullfist either. You have any thoughts on them? Well, I've seen them before. I mean, they're good. Nick Cobra, they were pretty good too. And no, they course, were they were there last yeah. year, right? Yep. And Christian, they were there the organizer year. of the festival, right? 
that's his. one of his bands. And so, so that was the other band that played last. Remember, I said there was three bands that played last year. Um, the pre-party. That was the other band that played the pre-party was Night Cobra. Night Cobra. I so like this them. year he They're decided to in the actual mix, which is fine. I thought they were really good. You know, I like that the singer had this huge ornate staff that he was walking around with and attached his microphone to it. it it's an it, it was a cool prop that added to the mystique and the whole metal outfit. Yeah, absolutely. And then we went to Pagan Altar. So we saw them and then we went to Pagan Altar. And again, it was a situation where we left a little bit early to get a good Pagan Altar spot. Catch any of and, Christian Mistress downstairs afterwards? Yeah, we did see them. We saw them. Yeah, Christian Mistress. They're back after a very long hiatus. We're all the better off for it. They were good too. And then after that, oh, then we went up for Satan. Satan. So Satan is a band lawn. that we've that we're both of us are going to see this weekend. But they're a band that has been around for a long time. They've got cred, folks. New Wave of British Heavy Metal. They've been around for a minute. The only funny, well, it, it wasn't a bad thing, but it was a funny thing, was the lead singer was like, he was kind of bitching. I knew about, you were going to bring this up. If you didn't, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. It was so weird. It was like, he was kind of complaining about moshing, right? Was that what he was complaining about? Moshing and crowd surfing. The video is on YouTube of it, actually. Yeah. It's funny. It's like. Why do you he, yeah, do he's a little shit? bit of a curmudgeon. Yeah, that was the old man yelling at Cloud moment of the weekend. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Why do you um, all do that? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, and it, it's just funny. I mean, it's, listen, <laughs> he's, he's my contemporary, right? But mm -hmm. he just kind of was like, because we didn't, back in the day, there wasn't really that, there wasn't really going on. So he just kind of like doesn't. It's just not his thing because it's not his generation or whatever. And he just kind of like never really latched onto it, never really understood it. And I just thought it was funny that he sort of made mention of it. And then nobody stopped doing it, though. It was kind of like of trying to get people to stop doing it. And people just were still moshing and crouching. It's when the teacher tells all the kids to be quiet and they just talk even louder. It was it was it was a funny moment though. I mean they they still they did an awesome job. I mean their songs are great. They're they're a great band and I'm looking forward to seeing them on Saturday night. And we'll see yeah. on Saturday night if he admonishes anybody for moshing and crowds. <laughs> yeah, well, he's fighting a losing battle, I hate to say. I know it was pretty funny though. Next and band then... after Satan and this is a band who's touring with Satan, but he's opening for Satan, but at Hell's Heroes going on afterwards so right. you know it's all right. flipped on its head but it is flipped on yeah. its head and this is a guy this is a band who was, was there last year every that year we know and somebody that we have yep, every year and somebody that we know and love we're of course talking about haunt trevor church love you, and trevor. they played a, I, they definitely need to play a longer set i want to hear more disappoint. they they know what they're about and Trevor is a fantastic performer. He tries to really get the crowd into it and make it an intimate show. Right. And we got up close for that show. And then there was a little bit of a pit and I moved away a little bit. We were up close for that show. And that was excellent. For me, that was like a um, an appetizer to what we're going to see this weekend. Because I know you're going to get we're going to get a, longer, right. a little bit of a longer set, a little taste. Because we got yep. a little taste. But, and that was you know, excellent. they got in their hits, they got in their luminous yep. eyes, the burst into flames. Yep, they did, which was good. So they were downstairs, they were inside, and that place was packed. 
Yeah, packed. and I agree with you. Half an hour is a little short for Haunt at the rate they keep making new music. They've oh, got yeah. just, they can only fit a few of their many songs into that <laughs> half hour slot. Well, as prolific as he is, he could play all day. I mean, uh, but they were they were they were excellent. They're really good, and we're going to see them soon, and it's going to be awesome. The only thing was, oh, we did well. We saw Trevor briefly. Remember, we got to say hi to him. We got to talk to him briefly. Yeah, you know, he was everywhere outside yet last year and this year barely saw him but you know well what? i remember he said i was at the er because he he said that he had trouble, trouble hearing do? and they pulled wax out of his ear a big glob of wax out of his ear that was i remember now that was hilarious because we had just finished watching onto others or someone else outside yeah and all of a sudden i saw trevor walking up behind me i said trevor what's up and his response was Oh, just got back from the hospital. They pulled out a ton of wax from my ear. Yeah. Trevor, what? Uh, okay, that's a response to hello. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that he was able to make it for the show. Yeah, still played, still did good. Still still and, played uh, and, and killed it. Uh, you and know us, we listeners. We're Haunt fanboys. Yeah, we are. And girls. We are. we are. So then we went to see Razor outside i don't remember razor too well so i'm counting on you to so, fill me in razor is kind of old school they're, they're traditional they're thrash and they're canadian but yeah they have canadian. a sound they have a sound that i would associate more with the new york thrash scene kind of like whiplash and anthrax yeah, would be yeah. the closest comparisons i have you know what's weird i think razor kind of like i mean i think they were as a Canadian band, they were obviously influenced by Exciter, who was a couple of years before them, also a Canadian band. So, but yeah, but they've been around, they've been around for a minute. I think that they, and don't call me on this, but I think they disbanded and then got back together. They probably did. I think that's the story with a lot of these bands. They didn't find their audience in their time that they were first around back in the 80s. And then years down the road, people discover that old music. There's a renewed interest. And then you can start touring the festival scene, getting that second chance to make your name for yourself once you're in your adult years. That's a great new lease on life for a lot of these bands. That, Absolutely. Again, Absolutely. You know, they were making great music back in the 80s and no one could find it because you only have the time and money for so many bands and YouTube's not a thing yet. Right. And Bandcamp wasn't a thing. So it wasn't, it was like everybody had to get a record deal. It was, there wasn't a lot of, there was some people that were South funding, but if you're self funding, you're really not, you're self funding locally. You're not really, it's hard to do it internationally. Definitely. It's, it wasn't like it is now. Razor is back and they're really good. And uh, if they come around again, I'm definitely going to go see them. And again, it'd be nice to see too. them do a longer set. Yeah. I wish I could have watched every single band, but you just need breaks sometimes. Yeah. And I do like Razor's albums. So if they tour again, then I'll make it out. Yeah, that's right. You, I was watching them and then you, you went, oh, you went down. Is that when you got a sausage? I think that's yeah, when I'm, you got a. Yeah. Maybe grabbing a bite to eat and taking a minute to sit down maybe which when you're on your feet for yeah i know plus hours yeah oh, i know i know yeah so i saw that and then we of course got in early inside early because we wanted to get a good spot for another band that we will see this weekend who are touring with haunt and satan and of course we're talking about the mighty night demon 
last band of the downstairs stage on Saturday. Very worthy of it because Night Demon have been around the block. They're touring off the back of their brand new album, Outsider. Which is amazing. Yes, it is. And I'm loving it. If we had an entire episode to talk about Outsider, then I would go off on a tangent. But we don't have that time right now. So I'll just say I love Outsider. And I was so thrilled to hear a good mix of old and new songs. The new songs, they even though it's a concept album, a lot Jarvis has been saying that he really wanted the songs to work on their own. As yeah, well, you've got to you got to do did. that. I mean, I think it's really important. And, I mean, the concept albums are great, but it, it really in the age where there used to be singles and even now there's, you know, song downloads and things like that. It has to be the song has to be able to stand on its own. And they really right. did pull it off. I was sad that it was short. I thought the set was way too short. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. All these sets were short at the festival. Yeah. But they made the most with what they had. It was a good set list. The new drummer was sort of seamless. And we found out that it was a new drummer by uh, reading a Brave Words article. Before that, you sent me that picture and you were like, is that Dusty? Because I didn't even notice. Full full disclosure, I didn't even that. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that's why I was saying it was seamless. Like he just played those songs to the T. And I... The sad thing is we didn't get to see Jarvis. We didn't get to talk to anybody or Armand. We didn't get to talk to him either. Hope that chance this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. I'm going to catch up with him this weekend. You know, on a side note, what I did notice about this year versus last year is that last year, it seemed like the bands were more out and about. But this year, it didn't sort of seem that way. There was a few guys here and there from bands. and But like last year, everybody was out. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. It was a little different. I did still see bands out and about on the festival grounds. Sometimes I saw bands out and about just at the hotel in the lobby, too, which was nice. Last year... Everyone seemed to be a little more outgoing. Now, that said, uh, the fans who I met hanging out at the show, they were just as nice this year, if oh, not yeah. nicer. Oh, yeah. Everybody everybody is super sweet, super nice. The people that work there, can we just shout out the people that work there, whether it's, you know, the beer vendors, the people that work on the merch, everybody is just friendly and helpful, top-notch, top-notch. Yeah, and a lot of those people were tattooed. They looked like they actually wanted to be there. Yeah, yeah, they look like they were one of us. And also shout out to uh, Christian and his team because it's always clean. There's not shit all over the grass. There's not Friday night towards the end of the night. We did run out of toilet paper in the ladies room. I had it back up and I was the hero because I was passing out tissue. It was, I mean, that's nothing really, really. That can happen Everything anywhere. was clean. That can happen neat. at your job. And, on, on, and you know what? The interesting thing was that was Friday night, Saturday night. I went in there at the end of the shows and everything. There was still toilet paper. So they somebody must have said something like, hey, we better make sure we have we ran out of toilet paper on Friday night. We're not going to run out, out of it on Saturday night. And the other thing that I noticed. Too. 
They kept the men's rooms clean. They kept the indoor section of the concert hall clean. It the outdoor made a section nice, was clean experience. too. Yeah. There was some stuff on the grass. You know, people threw stuff on the grass, but there wasn't. I mean, I've been to concerts. I've, I've been to concerts, outdoor concerts, where there's just shit everywhere, like food, cigarettes, just garbage, just tissue. Like you know what I mean? None of that. There was none of that. And the other, and that's a that's a shout out to not only the people at the venue, but also the people that attended because they that's were right. well behaved. And that's the other sort of thing is I noticed it last year and I noticed it again this year. No ass. I didn't see any assholes. Nobody was stupid drunk. I saw one last year. I saw one drunk, really, really drunk girl that they had to carry out. But this year I didn't see anybody that was over the top fucked up. Nobody was like puking in a corner or pissing on the side of the building or, <laughs> and it, you know, st- it, l- listen, you see this. I went to download and I'll tell you, very different story. Yeah, I heard stories but, about one guy causing problems, but that was only one guy. And there were at least a thousand people at this festival. And he was probably ushered out pretty. I just think the whole thing about this festival is this festival is very well organized. It's very well planned. It's very well executed. It's it's just very well yeah. done. And the people that attend it, top down. You always get, you, there's a meeting in every crowd. But if there's one guy out of all those people, there's nobody, you know, nobody really, no, nothing stupid going on. There's not, you know, uh, uh, you know, there's not, not, there wasn't any of that going on. I saw none of that going on. Good crowd. No one tried to fight me. I'll <laughs> take it as a win. Nobody tried to fight me either. But, you know, like, <laughs> seriously, like, there just there wasn't anything stupid. And there wasn't anybody, you didn't even see anybody, like, trying to rush the stage or trying to be obnoxious or, I mean, even, like, the pits didn't look like they were, they, they, they were pits, but they weren't out of control. There wasn't anybody being mean to anybody. They were just moshing. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? It was, it wasn't like it's some shows you go to where people festival. are yeah. really it's... trying to, trying to hurt people and really trying to like cause a problem. The inviting, pleasant festival atmosphere that you want. Anyone Absolutely. can go to this. Anyone can go. No one will be an outcast at a place like this. No. And there were people there of different races. We met that couple, those two ladies. They were a couple. There was there was people from the LGBTQ community there. There was there was black people there. There was Asian people there. There was Hispanic people. Like everybody was there. There was old there was people my age. There was plenty of people my age. And there were young people there too. Yes, there were. So there was a good mix of it wasn't it wasn't Sometimes I go to shows and I'm, you know, I could be everybody's mother. And it wasn't like that. And sometimes everyone's your age. Sometimes, and sometimes, exactly. Sometimes everybody's my age. And so it was a really nice mix of people. And there's a lot of people there. We talked to a lot of people that are like us, that go to shows, that go to festivals and, and whatever, and travel for metal. And it's just, it's great to have a group of people that are very akin to us and akin to what we do and what we love and how we like to spend our vacation time and how we like to spend our weekends and how we like to you know spend our nights just an enjoyable evening all the way around i agree and but it wasn't done and it all closed out with wasn't done because our friend tom g warrior was back and better playing with Trypticon and doing a special set of celtic frost songs wow how amazing was that so stupid good so good 
played all the songs that I wanted they to hear. They played all the hits. They played your Morbid Tales, your Circle of the Tyrants, your Dethroned oh, Emperor. They got all of them in. They got it all in. They did. And and you know what was great about that was I saw a Celtic Frost back in the day, but a lot of people didn't. A lot of the younger people didn't. So the old people are there and they're going, hey, you know, I haven't seen this band. I haven't seen Celtic Frost in, you know, 100 years. And I haven't seen Possessed since 1986. And I haven't, you know, seen Satan in, in, in 30 years and all of this kind of stuff. And then there's the people that are like, we never got to see these bands back in the day. So it's oh, just so not awesome. Not a whole lot of chances. Yeah, and, but, but yeah. it's just so awesome that Celtic Frost killed it. Tom could not have been happier. And he was in a very good mood and he was very happy. And he did talk about, uh, even the, he even talked about the Hellhammer set that he did. And he talked about how he thought it was so wonderful that he was invited to do this and to, to, to be able to do both sets and what a great festival it was and how much fun he was having and how much he enjoyed it. And he thanked us profusely for coming out. And he obviously was very humbled and happy to be there and very much enjoying himself. And you could tell. The reception he got was well, like yeah. a king's reception. I think rightfully so. There Absolutely. was a lot of hunger. Hear this music live. They did a great job of it. People left happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, there was a pre-party that night as well, right? A post-party, excuse me. There were, at this point, I think we were feeling a little done after. Yeah, I was. My 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 dogs were barking again. I was like, yeah, I got I, we got to go. Who was playing that night? Do you remember? Sadistic Force and someone else. Oh, so we missed Anyway, I, we saw 30 plus bands and I think. Oh, yeah. That was I mean, I think we saw more bands this year than last year. I pretty much saw everybody or at least, you know, one, you know, not just one song. But I mean, we saw everybody, maybe not the entire set, but we saw everybody. Yeah, you got to do it all. And that's cool because at a festival, there's so much going on. Yeah. As many bands as you can see, you know, it's just sort of a bonus because yeah, I mean, in it's between, hard to see them all. In between, we're meeting people, we're chatting. We went down and checked out the merch tables, of course. Um, I bought merch, you brought merch. I mean, that's what we do. We went down and checked the marketplace out. I bought some patches. We got a sausage that was very good. Kind of hanging out and the weather held up. Saturday, the weather was very nice. It was nice and warm. Don't forget your sunscreen, kids. That's a lesson that. Oh I yeah, can, so, that's a so, lesson uh, I learned. Yeah, firsthand. somebody got somebody got a redneck. <laughs> yeah, Wasn't well, me. Last year, I forgot my sunscreen, but I was okay. You know why? It was all indoors. When there's a lawn stage to be had, come prepared. But you brought yours. You forgot to bring it, right? You I brought left it. my sunscreen in the hotel. Yeah, as yeah, one I mean, does. You brought it, but you didn't bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it. I just didn't use it. Yeah, but that's all right. So you're a redneck in Texas. Yeah, it's not often that I have a little bit of tan and a little bit of color, so I'll take it. There you go. And then we didn't leave until Monday. So Sunday, we did a few other things. Sunday was the chill day to relax and decompress after the festival. I think that I needed that, and I can't speak for you, but last year I left on Sunday morning right after like the festival. Like 5 o'clock, right? Yeah, and it it just ended too soon. It was so sudden. I, I think having that extra day in Houston to check out the city a little bit and not rush home was really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I did that last year as well. Fergally Lane and I hung out that Sunday and it was definitely worth it. You definitely needed to have the extra day. We had a lot of fun that day. So we went to a brewery. Not just a brewery. Two, we went to two breweries. breweries. We went to a brewery. 
And then, well, so first of all, George looks up that there's a cat cafe in Houston. So he says to me, you want to go to the cat cafe? I said, absolutely. But we don't know that you need to make reservations. So it's not far from, well, we had, we Ubered it. We had to Uber it. And it was a little bit far, not, wasn't within walking distance of the hotel. So we get there and they're like, oh, you guys got a reservation? And we're like, uh, no. No, I dropped the ball and didn't make one. But they said, okay, come back later. Yeah. So we made a reservation for later. And then in the meantime, we had a couple hours to kill. We went to a brewery. Right. And I, the name of the brewery is now escaping me. It's Holden Holler. Holler. That's it. That's it. Because that's the last name of the husband and wife that own the brewery. H-O-L-L-E-R. They were also on that list that I saw the top 10 breweries in Houston or whatever. And it was excellent. So we had, we each got a flight and we got, there was a little bit of overlap, but there was some not so overlap. And then we had. What did we have there that we really liked? Oh, you know what? The coffee on tap, the cold coffee on tap. That that was very tasty. So we had the flights. And then after the flights, you got that coffee. Yeah, they coffee have cold brew, coffee and I on tasted tap it, there. and I was like, "Oh, I so gotta good. have one of those." That was phenomenal. I could have had another one. If you're in Houston, sour was there's really a lot good. of places to drink, but Holler is recommendable. Absolutely, and and they had that really cool lighting. Yeah. And they had those really funky those light fixtures um, that looked like hops, light fixtures, and then they were, they were uh, blue awesome. and purple light up. I like very those very too, cool. Yeah. Super nice people there. The sour was good. The only thing I didn't like. Was it, was it the, I forgot what I didn't like. There was one of them I didn't like. I think it was the Heffenweizen that I wasn't that fond of. But yeah, the I one that I made it a little generic. I think that was the one that you drank for me. Um, <laughs> so we went, so we did that. We left there. We went back to the cat cafe. So it's $15 for an hour. The cat cafe is a shelter. So these are all kitties that are ready to be adopted. You go in there and it's like a living room. Basically there's couches and chairs and whatever. And you can order a coffee or a tea or whatever. We didn't order any food. And you spend an hour petting kitties and hanging out with kitties. And that That's was a fun. lot of fun. Those kitties are living their best life. I mean, you're thinking, yes. oh, homeless kitties. Listen, they're not in a cage, in a shelter. They're like, they got toys. They got so much stuff going on. They got couches. They're living their best life. They're doing all right. I mean, obviously, it would be nice that people would, you know, adopt them and bring them home. But they're doing all right. Yeah, it's a great chance. To, I would say the meat cats if you're looking to adopt and you mm-hmm. want to spend some time with the cats yep. before if you're in a situation where family member who's allergic or your apartment doesn't allow pets then you sort of get the chance to spend some time with some cute furry yeah. friends and yeah they had a playpen with little kittens in there and we were playing with the kittens oh, yes. it was a lot the of fun kittens are fun yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was, a, that was a really nice break. And then we went to another brewery. Yes. <laughs> so then we went to a brewery that was within walking distance of our hotel. It was actually right around the corner from the venue. It was called the Black Page. Well, yep. Black Page Brewing right. Company. They weren't there last year. They were I know not if they were, we would have been year. hitting them up. And I'll tell you that, first of all, the space looks lovely. It's really pretty inside. They have great a huge deck. Great decorating. They have a huge deck, outdoor deck. The beers were yummy. We had that honey, was it a honey porter that we had? That was yeah, that was very nom. yummy. We had great beers there. The people were super nice. We didn't spend a whole lot of time there. Um, what a couple of beers. We had a couple of beers there, whatever. What a great place. Where did we eat that day? I'm trying to remember. One more taco truck at the brewery. Oh, 
That's right. The, we're at the black page and they had ta a taco truck out there and we got some tacos. Oh, yeah, because they ran out of chorizo. Mm, I got the last chorizo. And then you had to get good. you had to get chorizo and something else. And chicken was just as good. <laughs> it was an excellent. It was excellent. And um, I highly recommend it. And I'm planning on going next year. Yeah, I can say for sure that I'm going to plan for the same because festival lineup has been good every year. I know Absolutely. I can count on them having great bands. Absolutely. But, and, and just as important is the social experience because the crowds of people that we met, again, they're fantastic. The exactly. festival organizer, Christian, he takes feedback into account. I know last year. Yeah, because we, that's why yeah. there was outdoor. There was an outdoor venue this year right. because people and, were talking about it yep and the other common complaints were oh the food was really slow and we didn't like the options so this year they went up to four food vendors and the lines were moving quicker and so and then they didn't have re-entry last year they did this year so they're taking right. that feedback to heart and they're improving what people didn't like while keeping the things that we do like right and that's, absolutely that's what makes it great you know, the hotel was great and it was very close and the breweries were great and the cafe, uh, Cantina Barbara is always great and Pinkerton's is always great. So it's just a great experience and it's just something that I, I look forward to doing every year for time to come. As a metalhead who's into old school and traditional kind of metal sounds, you really can't do much better in the U.S. than Hell's Heroes. If you like that, if you like that kind of music and you like having fun, then you should go. Absolutely. And I have to also say a shout out to my company, George. What a great fun time that we had, my friend. And I thank you for your camaraderie. Uh, we had just had a blast. Feelings mutual. Melissa, thanks for spending so much time buying me so many beers because I had one of the best times getting to see you and hang out so much. Uh, it was a real treat. And, absolutely and i same, can't wait same, to do same. it again next year yeah next year and uh, well we'll be we'll be doing it again soon in dublin in uh a month's time oh man a and little that's over a be a, a little over two months that's gonna be months. an even bigger party but that's gonna be insanity we'll yeah it won't be just you and me it'll be everybody but it'll be awesome because the missus will be joining us that's right and my wife is going to see what it's like to drink in a big crowd of the Irish and metalheads. <laughs> and I don't know if she's going to survive it. I hope she does. She'll be all right. She'll be, she's going to get bored with us talking about, because, you know, we all talk shop. So it's all like about this album and this show. And this, and she's going to be like, what? <laughs> she'll be uh, fine. Elaine, yeah, Elaine fit right time. in. So, so I think, um, I think Rebecca will be just fine. Yeah, she'll love it. She will love it. She will love it. And we will love her too, as we love you. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, my and friend. It was a pleasure to come onto the Metal Chat. Finally, be brief about this amazing extended weekend we had. Uh, again, this show is great. And I really appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. As always, we will get this out. as soon I'm going to edit it. And we're going to pop it out as soon as I possibly can. So if you like Judas Priest, even if you don't like Judas Priest, still listen to this podcast. It's called Judas Priest Cast. And George yeah. does it with our friend Hattie. And they, you guys pick a song and you deep dive into this one song. And it's not alphabetical or anything like that. It's kind of random. That's it. 
Yeah, we sort of do them in whatever order we want as we find guests who have something to say about a particular song and want to join us. We take them up on that and we've had Melissa, we've had Fergal, probably a few other voices that you've heard You've had before. Trevor from oh, yeah. Haunt, right? You've had uh, Dr. Jarvis. Deb from uh, Lady Beast. Yeah, make I'm making my rounds you as are. a podcaster. You are. Uh, trying to catch up with the more experienced podcasters like yourself, Melissa. Oh, I don't know about that. So tell everybody where they can find you because I know you're on Twitter. Of course, you can get on Twitter at Judas Priest Cast and you can hear our show anywhere podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple, all those usual suspects. And thank you if you check us out, if you're into Judas Priest or maybe even if you're not and you want to... Get a new perspective and listen to nice people talk and we're your show. Absolutely. And a shout out to our mutual friend, Hattie, who is his co-host out in Bangladesh. And uh, she's got to come to Hell's Heroes one one time. She's got to like make the uh, pilgrimage out over here and uh, come hang out with us in Houston. That would be awesome. Yeah, I told her, make it happen. This is your place and these are your people. You belong here. Come on over. We'll we'll find a couch for you. We'll find a floor for you. We'll find a place for you. Just I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's it's a big it's a big deal, you know, to come that far. I mean, the the airfare alone definitely now's the time to do it. She's you know, she's young and it's time. It's time, Hattie. It's time to come. <laughs> come come visit us. <laughs> and that goes for anyone who wants to think about going to Hell's Heroes. If you're not sure, let's do it. Uh, you only yeah. live once. And Absolutely. you can always make more money in the future, but you can't go back in time and make memories. You can't go back in time if you miss an opportunity to make memories. Fergal came from Ireland last year. So yeah, absolutely. This is, I think, one of the best festivals in the United the United States lags behind festivals, right? Europe is also always known for festivals, especially Germany. Right. They always have tons of great festivals. You know, the U.S. is trying to catch up and they have a lot of big festivals with a lot of like corporate. It's kind of a corporate thing, a lot of big names and things like that. This is just really nice, small, intimate, fun festival. I think it's small festival out there. The small festivals, they're popping up a lot in the U.S. in recent years. I'm seeing new ones. There's Stormbringer in Massachusetts. Right. Which you and I are also going to. Oh, you and I are also going to attend. And then Deb. Deb Levine, uh, we'll give her a shout out. Immortal. Going there, yep. Metal Metal Immortal Immortal in Pittsburgh. That's in September. Uh, There's one in June in Fresno, California, Frozen in Time. I'll give Trevor his plug. Absolutely. He's running that one. But you know, these localized metal festivals, they're popping up because economically they make a lot more money for some of these smaller bands than going out on the road and doing like a month long tour and playing these small shows. So I think that's going to continue being a trend over the next several years. I think it's a great thing for metal and I hope that they keep popping up in new places where they can sort of feed the local scene there as well. Absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, I think that, you know, we were talking about, you know, black page, you know, they're in a great location where, you know, the metalheads will come and see them and, you know, build their business and things like that. So it helps the local economy and it helps the local bands and it helps it helps the, the bands that come in. And it's just it's just a great thing. And, you know, it gives an it gives an opportunity for the bands to meet 
the fans because they're hanging out and it's because it's so chill and so laid back. It's not like when you go to a big, huge festival, like Download, for example, you don't see any of the bands. I mean, they're not walking around or whatever. They're flying in on their helicopter. They're playing and then they're flying out. They're not there to the festival. They're not there hanging out to schmooze or to sell your merch, talk to you or to run into you in the bathroom or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, go see your local festivals if there's one near you. Absolutely. And check out. And if there's not, get yeah. a plane ticket and fly out to see one. Maybe. I mean, like, yeah. there's enough festivals. Like, if you live, I mean, if you live on the East Coast, you can, you know, you can go to, you know, Pittsburgh. You can go to uh, Decibel and Beer Festival, which you're going to in Philly. If you live in the mid, you can do Hell's Heroes. If you live out west, you can do the, the one in Fresno. So, I yeah. mean, there's festivals and around sh- if you yeah. can't travel too far. And there's legions in Chicago. I'm hearing oh, yeah. about Milwaukee Metal Fest now. Yeah, Milwaukee's yeah. going with the festival there's one, scene. There was one is, in Michigan, yeah. I think. And, yeah, there's a bunch of I wanted to go to that one in Chicago, but I have something else I have to do that weekend, so I can't do that that weekend. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to skip my wedding for that festival, as awesome as the lineup is. (laughs) I don't know. I'll be in D.C. that weekend, so I'm not going to be able to be be here, be there for that weekend as well. But yeah, there's a lot of really good floating around, and uh, I highly recommend it. That is a great note to end on by pumping the festival scene. Uh, I hope that everyone listening does get a chance to go to one at some point. And if you go to Hell's Heroes, we'll have a beer together. There you go. If you drink beer. If you don't, we'll have a taco, whatever. Perfect. All right, my All right Melissa. I hope you'll I hope you have a great night. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep defending the faith. Ah, I like that. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.